I recently asked Jake, who is a sophomore in high school, why he uses SpikeView to share his learning journey. Um, I think it's really cool that you know SpikeView is really putting that abstract into con concrete data and knowledge and then displaying that to the outside world. And I think SpikeView is different than anything else out there. Um, like I said before, because it's really taking that, you know, the, that those abstract skill sets and those abstract experiences and putting them into data that, you know, is actually mathematic and scientific and, um, you know, that matches you up with the best programs and, um, you know, best places for you. People, um, you know, who are really trying to make those changes in the world and they're going to be using SpikeView because SpikeView is that app where you can, you know, take, take those experiences and take those passions and put them out there. Um, and share with other people and that's you know that's really powerful and that you know that professional networking piece um, you know to be with other like-minded teenagers that puts you ahead that puts you ahead in a lot of ways and so um, you know I think anyone who uses SpikeView right now has a leg up in the future and excited to see you know where those SpikeView alumni head up. Head to SpikeView.com. Start your portfolio now for free. Have you ever thought about creating courses and training online? Without a partner to guide you through that process, you're going to be stressed about why your learners aren't engaged or how to create updated content, missing revenue opportunities, and not even having enough time. I know because I create online courses and I have a solution for you, eLearning Partners. You don't have to be overwhelmed anymore. Become a partner with eLearning Partners to create your courses and training stress-free and achieve the results you want to see. If you are thinking about wanting to create a course or training online and you believe like I believe that no expertise should go unheard, then click the eLearning Partners link in the notes of this podcast and you can start your journey to create your courses and training stress-free. If you want all that and more from the eLearning Partners, hit the link in the podcast notes because there's a free masterclass for you to take. That's right, a free masterclass. Hit that link today. Disrupt education. All right. With Donnie and the machine Yo. in the house, actually podcasting, doing a whole bunch of stuff. What's up, guys? What's How are you? On, What's up, Peter? Man? Oh my God, this is this is great. Um, thanks for hosting, man. No this problem. is this Absolutely. is got to be the coolest disrupt education so far, right? So, All right. Uh, I'm glad, it, dude. I, listen, I, I want to say thank you for coming on our show first and yeah. having a spectacular conversation. Those of you guys that are viewers of Disrupt Education, check out uh, Dining the Machine episode 15. 15. Featuring your guy, Disrupt Education, Pete Hostrauser. We, yes, we made it. We made it. So, <laughs> yeah, tell tell me about your story. Like, what? okay, so you're an educator, you're an automotive, and a bunch of 100, 100 businesses. So, <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, okay, high school, then now, what happened? Who wants to jump in? I'll, I guess I'll, I'll take first. the way, man. Right. Uh, so Sabri and I, we graduated high school. We graduated eighth grade together. We mm -hmm. grew up since preschool together. Best nice. friends, right? He was the best man at my wedding. Uh, I love this kid to death. I love uh, building this love podcast you. with him. <laughs> um, so we graduated uh, high school together. Um, and we, you know, we're on that traditional path of going to college, majoring in business, because you can't go wrong majoring in business. You know what I mean? <laughs> business. Uh, but we just kind of, and I'll, I'm going to speak for myself here. I just, I kind of just went the college route because that was what I was supposed to do. Um, didn't really think anything of it. And I didn't really research too much of, uh, you know, other schools out there. I picked DePaul. I wanted that one school and I loved the idea 
of living that uh, that life of going to, to school in Lincoln Park and, you know, doing that, that lifestyle. And then I, I was working as a personal trainer at the time. Uh, you know, long story short, I, I realized you know, within three months of going to DePaul, I was like, this is not... This is not working out. Like my business and, and personal training is suffering. I don't know that I'm getting what I really want out of this education at DePaul. It's, it's super expensive, right? Um, I just, I really asked myself those questions. And at the end of the day, I ended up, uh, I ended up dropping out of college. And uh, I really took the time in the time in that two years from 19 to 21, basically, to really figure out what I love doing. Um, and I, I was never afraid to admit to myself what I was really interested in doing. And that was fitness. That was coaching. That was building up people, getting the most out of them. Uh, I started coaching uh, at a high school and it really turned me on to the idea of becoming an educator and, and being a teacher in a school. Uh, and then there's no other way than uh, to go to college to become a teacher, right? You have to jump through those hoops. You have to get that piece of paper to be an educator, right? Uh, to work at a school anyway. To be, I mean, you can educate anybody through any right. way, right? But in that one style and in teaching in, in a high school, I had to do that. And I, I really was adamant about that decision. And uh, I really pushed myself to uh, get to the point where I'm at now. So right now I'm an educator uh, at a high school, Ridgewood High School, District 234. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Um, you know, now that I'm there, I'm coaching uh, uh, boys soccer. I'm coaching uh, boys volleyball. I'm actually going to start up a program there, yeah, um, which is really exciting. And on the side, I'm, I'm doing this podcast, and I, I love it. I love the authenticity that we're bringing. I love the authentic authenticity of the people that we're bringing on the show. Uh, it's growing every single day. Uh, we're figuring out what our voice is, mm -hmm. uh, and I just I, I really love what we're doing, man. And I, nice. and I think it's inspiring a lot of people. Anyone that listens to this might have an idea to do their own authentic thing that right. spikes other people to do good things, right? So at the end of the day, we're just helping each other grow and learn and be better people, right? Yeah, right, mm -hmm. right. That's awesome. So your your story, a little different though, right? Similar but different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Basically, we like I said, we graduated high school, and I, coming from first-generation American born here, parents mm -hmm. come from overseas, they have this expectation that you grow up with, like, oh, you guys got to be the first ones to go to college because we didn't get to go and all this stuff. And, you know, growing up in the regular school system, the only way you're going to be successful is if you go to college. You get that ingrained in your head. Mm -hmm. So I only looked at, as well, I only looked at DePaul. I thought, hey, I'm told this is a great school for business, this and that. Uh, that's where I applied. I got in. I started there. I don't remember if I finished the whole year. <laughs> Maybe it was like half of it. But um, I'm sitting there. I had, I think, one or two business courses where I'm listening to a teacher explain, you know, the curriculum and all that. And she starts explaining that she's never been in the field that she's teaching. Wow. That's when I had like this boom. I was like, I have a father at home who opened three businesses on his own which I've been learning from growing up every day, going after school, working, watching. I'm like, why am I going to spend all this money when I have a personal teacher at home who's actually done this and been through everything that's involved? Yeah. So I started working more closely with him, this and that. I was still very big into music, so I decided to go to a trade school to learn uh, music recording and music business and technology just to have that on my back. Mm -hmm. But ever since I grew up, my dad's been working on cars. I really got into it. And... The rest is, that's where I'm at. And right. I figured to, for me, it was to learn the values and what he went through and how to do it. He instilled in me like many things. Like I'm a jack of all trades. Like I like to fix things. I can, 
I like to read and educate myself how to do everything. And if there is an opportunity, even if I don't want to work on cars anymore, I have those values and those skills instilled in me to open or to chase whatever I want to do. Right. That's so. that's that's crazy awesome. So you do have like kind of different stories. Like right. you question the college and then you were like, I just kind of need to feel out what I really want to do, right? Right. right. Um, did you guys intersect at like DePaul? Did you guys go together or did you like just not know? I think, like, we, I think we intended to have like a, did, si yeah. a similar schedule, but mm -hmm. it just didn't work out that way. It, yeah, it didn't. You know, we didn't really cross paths that much. We had like, you know, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule, right. the Tuesday, Thursday, and they, they ended up, you know, being different. Right. We didn't you know? really enter We didn't really, yeah. no. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when I'm on the path by myself and I'm like, hey, this isn't really like how I planned it to be mm -hmm. and uh you know again i was just I, w I felt like i was just not getting the value from what i was putting into it like financially mm -hmm. you know i wasn't getting anything out of this really I, I wasn't learning things that i was passionate about and i needed i needed that and at the time like i found the fitness thing i was i was personal training and i really loved what i was doing and in the, the personal training world i did have good mentors mm -hmm. and i learned a lot from the first job that i had as a personal trainer and you, and I, you were 18 18 years old started that. yes so who yes. were your mentors? Like, how did they connect with you? So um, it was it was actually a really rocky start. I started working at a Ballet Toll Fitness mm -hmm. uh, over here in the 90 in, in Cumberland, uh, Chicago. Um, it was really rocky. I was working out there at the time, actually with Sabri. We just we mm -hmm. first started working out there. Um, I got certified at National Personal Training Institute. I was actually getting certified my senior year of high school. So I would take a, a train and a bus um, every Tuesday and Thursday and all day Saturday, my mm -hmm. last semester of my senior year, I was taking these classes and learning about human anatomy and physiology and biomechanics and taking that and learning how to make it practical and learning how to train the gym. It was really an awesome experience. Mm -hmm. And I was doing this three days a week as an 18 year old in class with you know, a bunch of adults looking for career changes, you know? Um, but I learned a lot there, but it wasn't really till I got to Bally's where I really learned to be a trainer mm -hmm. and really be a mentor to these people losing, you know, trying to lose weight and making their fitness goals. But I had a very good support staff with, with the people I worked with. And I still maintain a relationship with some of those people today. But in those two years, I really learned and had a really good foundation of how to exercise in an appropriate way, ways that are going to benefit not only people that I'm around and myself, but my clients, you know, right. uh, for a long period of time. Uh, and every year that I was a trainer, I just learned more and more. And I worked at another health club in Oak Park, actually, when I was back in college. Uh, so when I decided to make the jump to go back to teaching, I still trained because it's what I love to do. Uh, and since I was going in the, the PE teaching area, uh, there's a there's a lot of science out there, physical activity in, in the brain. And the more physical physically active you are, the more neurons you're firing. Ultimately, the more knowledge you're going to retain in academia, right? right? right. Which sounds good. It's great. Uh, it, it's what really drove me to start this. But now there's, I think, a little bit more mm -hmm. to education. It's not just the academics like we talked about, right. but really getting kids to find what they're passionate about right. and what they love to do. So like, like rewinding a little bit before DePaul, y'all went like, so was there something in high school that actually told you, um, that, let me get that, uh -huh. <laughs> the, uh, alarms, um, that the, was there something in high school that you, you kind of like, something went off in high school or how would you like do high school differently if you could go back 
Man, you know, like that's, that's a good question. I don't know that yeah. I would do anything differently. Yeah. I don't know that I would do anything differently. Like we had a band together. That was, our main focus was our band and our music. Right. Yeah. That was our biggest drive. Like mm-hmm. what drove us every day. We wanted to practice. We wanted to play music. We wanted to write music. We had the goal of we're gonna be big one day. That's right. all we could think about. Yep. Yep. Would yep. we do anything different with school? I n- what what do you mean? Like with the way we the, were yeah, approached? Yeah, so what, what if yeah, what if what if like that was like let's say your senior year was that? Do you think you could learn like the the cores out of actually creating oh, and yeah. moving the bands? Oh, yeah. or how would how would that look to you? Like say that yeah, your whole senior year would be okay. Your band, dare I ask, what the name is? With the vengeance. With the vengeance. With the, yeah, with like the vengeance, man. <laughs> so um. So what would that what would that look like? Like if know? we were like taking music as our number one thing in school and taking our our brand and build it and learn to like build social media and YouTube was just coming out at that time. You know, right. we were on internet radio before internet radio was cool. Back in 07, we were asked to go on this yeah, we show were. called Fearless Radio. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's some internet radio station. And we went downtown and we did this thing and it was... It was hysterical because we didn't think anybody listened to it, but it was a an experience to go on a radio show. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so, like, if it was the, if, let's say high school was the band, right? Mm-hmm. And we had to learn how to promote the band and write our music and learn how to get a following and right. uh, think about all the tangible skills that we would have had. Well, the you whole, know what I'm saying? Yeah, the whole concept of the band too is a lot of teamwork. Mm-hmm. Um, it really kept us like motivated like it teaches you discipline it, te- it taught us like there's things out there like we weren't just on the streets bored with nothing to do you know it taught us like a lot of hardworking value and stuff because we were all working towards a common goal yeah the you band know? thing was awesome like right. again like building something with a group of people that's purposeful because right, right. that's i mean that's something super healthy like i said before in our podcast it hits areas of the brain that we don't normally hit you know in everyday life right we're building something that was very purposeful to us and we really love doing it mm-hmm. you know sabri and i wrote a lot of the, the music and we had a very good chemistry with the other two guys in the band um and it was something that worked for a really long time and we just love to do it we didn't consider it work and i i feel like a lot of the stuff that i learned from being in the band i i apply into my everyday life mm-hmm. now a hundred percent right you know that's that's a great so let me let me just like ask you this final question is yeah. so if with your experiences because you have awesome paths where you're not literally traditional you didn't go straight into college in four years and then bam right. out and then whatever um what what would you tell a student right now and i know you do it every day but but think about like tell our viewers like what would you tell a student who's a little bit lost like maybe questioning the college route or you know being pressured into something that they're not wanting to do what what would you tell the that 17 16 year old like i want to yeah. jump right into this but i'll yeah. let's stop you, stop <laughs> it. you give me, know, he's give, gonna rattle him. yeah i don't i don't, I don't want to take well, too much tell, time well yeah. i have a brother and sister who are 16 17 right now mm-hmm. i what I would tell somebody, I would tell them, if you don't want to go to college right away, don't. Find your, you know, find actually what you want to do. You know, take some time to learn yourself, explore things, see what's out there, what makes you happy. Go for that. And then if that ends up being you need college or you want to go to college, then that's your path. Great. Yeah, first Great. of all, you know, every every person's life is situational, right? Right. You know, they have different finances attached to each life. And, you know, if you guys have the money to spare to go to college and that's the, you know, the experience that you want and, it, you know, you can get an education and you can network and meet people because that is a, it's a good route if that's the route you want to go. There's right. no question about that. And if it's affordable to you, 
and that's your thing, go for it. But everyone's situational, let me first say that. But I would go along the lines of what you just said, Sabri, because um, a lot of people, they look at their career with a dollar sign. What can I do to make the most money? And I think Jim Carrey had this famous quote, I wish everybody would be rich and famous so they could realize that it's not the answer to everything, right? 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 And it's not the answer to solve all the problems in the world. More money is equal to more problems. At the end of the day, you know, I would say find out what you love. Find out what your passion is. Be patient. Try different things. Try different things. I know Gary Vee says this all the time. I don't know that these kids or people in general have tried enough things. They just haven't tried enough things. How the heck do you know what you like if you haven't tried enough things? So try different things. Find out what really drives you. Find out what you're passionate about. Find out what could help other people. Find Mm -hmm. out what helped. Find out what could, what could help yourself uh, be a better person and contribute to society in the best way possible and uh, triple down on that, as Gary Vee says. I love it. And I triple down it. on that and whatever that is, whether that's the college route, whether that's uh, building a brand, that's whether, whether that's starting a business, whether that's just taking a, taking your time and working at Starbucks to figure out what it is that you want to do, then that, mm-hmm. let that be that. But as long as that there's something that's teaching you values, teaching you hard work, teaching you how to hold yourself accountable, discipline, people skills, networking, um, again, honesty is 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 huge. That's, Dissolve the ego, right, and and be yourself, be your true self, because that's the only way you can learn and grow and be a better person and really find that thing. That's well said, man. What are you guys on a podcast? <laughs> this is great. Donnie and the Machine, tell us where they can find you, man. You're on SoundCloud. You, we're on Donnie and the Machine on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Google Play. Find us at Donnie and the Machine on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, tune in anytime if you like what you hear. Shout out to your friends. Share it all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, Hey, man, thanks for having us on Disrupt Education. This was so much fun. Appreciate it, man. Thank I'm you. a couple episodes behind. This is 11, and uh, appreciate it. Donnie and the Machine, check them out. They're living the dream. They're trying things. They're they're experiencing life just like you should in your education. Keep disrupting education, guys. Keep it. Keep it up. We'll see you. Peace.